let me tell you a secret. Veterans are entering a world full of opportunity, but you can only participate if you know the tricks of personal branding, leveraging your skills in the modern digital economy, and most importantly, positioning your benefits and assets to give you financial control when you stop following orders. I'm Scott Tucker, and I'm here to tell you what they don't want you to know. Welcome to Veteran Wealth Secrets, where we show you how to go from apathy and aspiration to autonomy and financial control. Money is destroying our identities as veterans, and we need to do something about it. At the firm I created, U.S. Vet Wealth, the financial services that we offer are really unique compared to what you'll find with traditional financial planning or financial advisory services. And there's a reason for that. Those traditional services focus largely on your money in the context of preparing for retirement. One thing, long, long time from now. But at our firm, we like to focus on money as a tool for enabling you to define your veteran identity and to live the life you want to live now, not 30 or 40 years from now. So if you consider yourself to be more than just a wage earner and taxpayer, then that's who this episode is for. So the financial services that we have specially designed for military and service members are about your wealth, which I define as your time, your liberty, your ability to do the things you want. But inherent in these concepts is another crucially important one, identity as a veteran, because that question is going to come up at one point, one way or another. Military service members face a unique problem when transitioning from the military that is seriously underrated and under-acknowledged by the systems that are set up to help us transition. For many of us, during our time in service, our rank, our small unit, and probably our command becomes our whole identity as a veteran. And you can get lost very easily as you take on your military roles and responsibility. It takes a mental effort to hold on to you. So the transitioning out process is stress, panic, and sometimes desperation that a lot of us experience And that makes a lot of sense to me because it's an identity crisis. There's a conveyor belt system to help people write resumes and look for corporate jobs after the military, but there's not a very strong system to help people transition out into a new identity that will allow them to earn money and experience some kind of happiness in civilian work. And I believe that the more honest you are, the more open you are, the more you share with people who you are and what you're learning from things and why you did or didn't do certain things, It's going to resonate with those whom you're meant to serve. And being transparent helps the people who stand to benefit the most from what you have to offer so they can find you. With that in mind, I want to share my own story about how I came to understand the concept of identity as being central to our financial services um, at U.S. Vet Wealth. Identity can be fluid. And like many of you, I have a number of identities in my adult life. I've been a knowledge management officer in the Army. I didn't even know what that was when I got told (laughs) that's what I was. And before that, I was a ground liaison officer. Basically, I was uh, representing the Army for an Air Force fighter wing. That was fun. And before that, I I did the things an officer is supposed to start doing, you know, being an XO or platoon leader. And these are standard military identities, and they're easy to latch on to. 
but after the military for about seven years, when I remained in Germany, I, I felt my identity was that of a military-focused financial planner, financial advisor. And this wasn't so much of a choice. It was the first viable thing that I ran into. And the work consisted largely of sponsoring events where we'd set up a booth and make weird conversation with people attending the event. And our goal was develop a list of potential leads that we could prospect and call back later and try to sell them financial products. That was how I got compensated. And through the first two years that I worked in the industry, I barely made any money because I didn't like doing that. But I kept at it because I was trying to find purpose. I wanted to feel like I was actually adding value to the industry and to the people I dealt with. But I was quickly becoming disillusioned about the work I was doing. I, I didn't agree with the standard financial advice that I was told to dispense to people. Even though that was what I had been taught to tell clients by quote-unquote expert colleagues with 30-plus years of experience. And when I had spare time on my hands, I used to try to educate myself about the financial industry. And one of the books that I read explained things to me in a way that none of these experts in the industry had been able to do, and it blew my mind. It made so much more sense. And I asked myself, why weren't the certified financial planners and these people with all this experience, why weren't they explaining things to their clients in this way that I'd read in the book? And around this time, I had the opportunity to see another advisor at our firm give, you, give a presentation about what he called holistic financial planning. Some people call it comprehensive. And it was a well-drawn-up presentation that explained things simply and nicely. And that was the kind of thing I was looking for at the time because I like getting up and presenting. And it made things clearer. So I introduced myself to him, and he offered to mentor me. He basically said, hey, bring people in from these events that you're sponsoring, and I'll work with them, and if we make some money, we can split it. And again, he was the number one guy in the firm, making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and living a dream lifestyle in Italy. Of course, I jumped at this offer. I assumed that since he was the make mo making the most money for the firm, that he was therefore giving the best advice. At the end of the day, it's all the same advice. I was nervous anyways, because I hate cold calling, but I started to get motivated because my mentor did things a little bit differently. And so I had all these names that I had collected from a recent event that I had sponsored and I started calling them. And the next thing I knew, my mentor was coming up to Germany and meeting with these people and he started making sales. And basically I was just sitting there watching the show. We ended up doing pretty well considerably and I went from making almost no m money to making well over six figures in that first year we were working together, which is my third in the industry, but I didn't feel like I had gotten any better at it. But right before the paycheck started coming in, a relationship that had been a you know huge part of my decision to stay in Germany as a civilian fell apart. And by Christmas, I had nothing financially tying me down, and all of a sudden I decided to go to Thailand. And... At one point, I'm sitting at, on the beach in Thailand looking at my iPhone, and I get an email from a client that had you know, bought some insurance for me when I first started out, and they couldn't afford the policy anymore, and they wanted to make some changes. 
And I was communicating with him with on my phone, and I was like freaking out because I didn't want him to find out that I was in Thailand and not sitting in my office behind my desk. It was the first time that I felt like I had to hide my lifestyle. But as time went on, this kind of thing happened over and over again. I was really starting to struggle with my veteran identity because I wasn't doing what I thought I was supposed to be doing, which was going into the office and sitting there for eight hours a day and trying to fill up my calendar with client meetings. And that was the role I thought I had to play if I wanted to be successful in the industry. And that's what my clients were doing. They were working really hard, giving a lot of their time for more money. But I felt like I had made enough money. And I wasn't motivated to make more. I was really just miserable and depressed. And I wanted to get the heck out of Europe, so I didn't really do much. I just sat around and answered emails and calls as needed. But I didn't go look for new business unless my mentor would come up from Italy and say, hey, I'm going to be up for the weekend. Let's meet with everybody. And then I would have to go crazy and try to pack the calendar. And I did that every few months. And I'd be the one doing all the follow-ups. And we'd get some business done. And I'd do another sponsorship, collect more names. We'd just do the whole thing all over again. But it wasn't fulfilling at all. And after a few years, my mentor suggested that I move down to Italy where he lived and stay with him said I could live in his office and we could get organized and really start working together. And I started getting excited again, thinking that we were now going to put together a plan and create a business together, actually have a business plan instead of just calling random people and asking if they wanted financial advice, but that didn't happen. For starters, we spent a lot less time thinking about business than I thought we would. I learned that you know he, too, was living a completely different kind of lifestyle from the clients we were supposedly helping. He spent most of his time training for triathlons, and it really struck me that both my mentor and I were living the lifestyles we wanted, which were completely different from not only what our clients were living, but from what the you know corporate financial industry standard is of how we were supposed to be living our lives. Meanwhile, we had clients who were trapped in unfulfilling lives, but we were being complicit in a way and keeping them there when we knew full well that there were other ways to leverage assets and other ways to live. So I began to ask myself, why am I not doing what I can in my capacity as a financial advisor to enable people to live whatever way they want to live outside of the nine to five grind if they wish? If this is what I believe in and what I'm doing for myself, I should be teaching them how to do it. And the difference was I was using different types of financial tools and strategies from what I was sharing with my clients that were enabling me to live the lifestyle I was living. It was just better fit for the way I wanted to live to use these strategies, but it didn't fit with the standard guidance I was told to give. In fact, it was against compliance. It made no sense. And not only could I not figure out a way to explain these tools and strategies to people at the time, I was actually too ashamed to do it. I was ashamed because I was breaking out of a system that is so unsatisfying for so many, even when I was untangling my clients up in it. It was totally incongruent. But on the outside, I had been living a successful post-military life for a number of years. I was self-employed, earning a six-figure income. But I was frustrated. I was very unhappy. I was losing touch with who I was and who I wanted to be. 
I did not have an authentic identity as a veteran resonating with a life's purpose fueling my work. I had learned the hard way that money is not necessarily connected to wealth, which I define as the freedom to do whatever you want with your time. It wasn't connected to happiness either. Sure, I was able to do a lot of things with my time that I wouldn't have been able to do if I had to be chained to a desk eight hours a day. But I felt guilty about and ashamed of doing it. Thank God it all happened that way because when I said goodbye to my mentor, left Europe, and came back to the States, I knew now I would be able to find my purpose, my mission. If you're struggling with your veteran identity or work-life balance in your current or anticipated post-military life, I'd love to talk with you about it. As you can see from my story, I've been there. I understand. I can help. One time I had these false identities that I played on for years. I was a perceived successful West Point grad, an officer, and a veteran who had been to Iraq. I was a financial advisor in a profession. And then I got to the States, and I was a single guy in San Diego. And everybody thought that was such a cool thing. But none of these things defined who I am. I know firsthand that living within and juggling false identities can be exhausting and disheartening. For me, the path to happiness was not to pick one of the identities and commit to it. And although it may seem so from the outside looking in, the solution wasn't to somehow merge them either. The solution was to get rid of the fragmentation permanently. And I did that by creating a situation in which my purpose, my passion, my identity could shape my life rather than always having to conform my life around a false identity. Now today I might write on my Facebook page or something that I'm traveling to Thailand. I wouldn't do that anymore, but let's say I did. And and there'd be somebody who would write back and say, Scott, do you even work? And... I've heard my share of these underhanded comments. I have a real job. I wish I could do that kind of thing. And the life I live today and the the work that I spend my days doing is something that I've been creating for years. I don't call it my job. I call it my life. I don't want to have a work identity and an off-work identity. It's confusing. And living that way almost killed me. So if this resonates with you, then you're in the right place listening to this show. Really appreciate you being here. Because what I learned during that time in my life is that people who are thinking differently from the herd need a unique style of financial guide. And these kinds of people need more than retirement planning in the traditional sense. That's not motivating. But that doesn't mean that you don't have thrift savings plans and 401ks and IRAs and all that stuff. It just means that not that's not all you need to have. Your financial planning for military retirement needs to include different ways of saving money that allow you to actually access your money in the present. Want to try out an idea or just make some change in how you're living. Now there had been a time when I thought that I couldn't stay in the industry and still have integrity, but eventually I realized that, man, I can actually offer people hope for change and be purposeful with their money. We can explain things differently. We can talk about what role you're in and what identity you want to have. And that's what I want to do. I want to talk to people about how to set themselves up to be able to live the lifestyle they want to live. 
I want to empower you and those around you. So if this message resonates with you, if this story of mine, if you want to get more, hear more of the details of that story and how I've translated it into different ways to control your life in the modern age, because there's so much opportunity right now. And unfortunately, I think vi- veterans are being siloed into pay- following a paycheck. And that's, that's not an identity that you're aspiring to be. It's a label. So... We've got, obviously, lots more episodes on these types of topics. Check out our books at our website, usvetwealth.com. My new book, Veteran Wealth Secrets, gets into this stuff in a lot more detail and explains all the strategies. You you can get it all right from the book. You don't have to necessarily work with us. But if you do want to work with us, schedule a call. We'd love to jump on a chat. No no commitment required. We just want to be a resource for those who are looking for it. Thanks again. Hey, if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review on iTunes share it with a friend and uh, let's continue to grow this thing together we'll see you on the next episode thanks again for listening to another episode of veteran wealth secrets be sure to subscribe to us on all the podcast channels also on youtube and share it with a friend visit our website at usvetwealth.com to get access to all of our free resources, including the first three chapters of Veteran Wealth Secrets, the post-military guide to gaining autonomy and control. You can get that today on our website, first three chapters for free, or you can go to amazon.com if you want the Kindle or paperback. We have other resources all over the website, so check out usvetwealth.com to learn more.